0: Hi, I'm Barry Wilkinson from Australian Financial Focus podcast and the director of SW Brokerage. Today's episode, I want to talk about refinancing your mortgage. Many people think that it can be, you know, different formats, i.e. A refinance can be determined as an internal refinance where you've gone for a different interest rate with your existing bank or you're debt consolidating. I think that the market for debt consolidation is something that is going to be quite predominant, which is why you're seeing a lot of the banks at the moment offering rebates to jump to a bank. So they obviously see it. Interest rates will probably stay the same with where they're at for the next foreseeable future. I don't know when they'll go up, but you might find fixed rates will go up towards the end of the year. We just saw a recent shift with one of the mainstream banks. But refinancing is a quite, quite interesting beast because with the property market here in Brisbane, you're finding that the house's price have gone up, typically because of obviously with what we've been through. Now, that what that does, that either poses an opportunity for people, but also at the same time, it then poses a opportunity for people to get their house back in order. By that, I'm talking about if you've got a house, you've got a car, you've got a credit card, and you've been struggling to pay off that credit card and that car for a long period of time. Now your opportunity because you might have a bit of equity to then debt consolidate it all into one. Now, if you've had a mortgage for five years and you took out a 30-year term initially, it means you've only got 25 years left. Now, if you go to debt consolidate, ninety percent of the time people will debt consolidate and they'll put it back they'll put it back to a thirty year term. So you've taken out a home five years ago, you've paid the mortgage off, you've taken a car out, you've taken a credit card out, you haven't paid that off in the last probably three years, then there's certain problems. So then you debt consolidate that into your home loan and then typically you'll go back to a thirty year term. Your repayments per month will be cheaper, but at the same time, you're you're finding that you've just prolonged that unless you actually sit with the broker or your financial planner, but predominantly your mortgage broker and talk about what are your repayments on 25 years terms and stick to that because that's where you're up to, but you've prolonged it. You've increased your cash flow, but you need to utilize that cash flow in areas where you're paying down debt because that's the long-term goal. Refinance, you, could, the statistics showing is every 3.5 years, people look at their mortgage again. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting with our company, with SW Brokerage, we contact our clients for the reason to go, hey, look, you know, we can go back to your existing bank and try and negotiate a rate for you. Because the banks aren't going to tap you on the shoulder. You need to approach them. And in the market that we're in at the moment, you should be approaching... Your broker, or you should be approaching your bank direct and say, "Look, if you can't give me something sharper, we'll move on." Typically, if you took out a ninety-five percent loan or a ninety percent loan, three years' time, you're in you're still in that mortgage insurance territory. So, anything above 80%, what we call an LVR, if you've got a house worth, say, 500000 and your loan's 400000 that means you're on 80% LVR, which means you can jump to a different bank without paying any lender's mortgage insurance. Anything above that, with less than 20% equity in the house, you're still in the territory of mortgage insurance. So, to jump from one bank to another is probably one thing that you really want to be cautious about and mindful because you're having to go and pay mortgage insurance again. So the mortgage insurer insures the banks, but refinancing is one of the things I'm passionate about, which I love doing for people. And I'll tell you why. Purchases are great. And we're fortunate enough to have an array of brokers with all different qualities here at SW Brokerage. But the the refinancing market is something that I think that we do with a little bit of a different twist. We actually break people's cash flow down and we use our app, our SWB Money Hub, and that can actually show us, consciously shows us where and what you're spending your money on. So, there's no ways to hide. And it can be confronting for people because they see what they've spent money on the last 30 days. I can't remember what I spent money on 45 days ago, but the evidential figures are right there. So, What that does, that brings a conscious awareness and an alarmness of change that you need to then change about your spending habits if you want to get somewhere. It's like you changed your ways when you wanted to buy a house because you knew that that's what you wanted. Well, we should be living in the moment where we should be paying down debt because we know there will come a day that we'll either need to sell the house and transition into retirement, Or, you know, you'll need money in the bank to to do something to further progress your uh, financial journey. But the refinancing part for us is where we break people's finances down. We look at day to day where they're spending their money. And we can do that with modern technology, with our platform. And people can have that complete control at their finger. So people can have that control at their finger and have a look at all their finances in one spot. But what I tend to do is I, I break down the cash flow I look at what the consumer debt that they're paying at the moment, I look at the term that they've got left on their mortgage, and then either we'll try to continue to align ourselves with the remaining term on their home loan so they can actually pay it off, or the worst option is, is that you extend their term again by consolidating their car and their house to create more cash flow to either pay the mortgage down in accordance with what you originally took it out with. Or if you didn't do that, then you can actually redirect those funds into either your, depends on your age. Obviously, you can redirect them back into your super, which will affect your cash flow or you can redirect it into a share portfolio. Now, a lot of people go, you don't, you know, I don't know where to start with shares. Well, it's easy. Talk to to us, talk to a specialist mortgage broker. They will have referrers out there that you can talk to in relation to that. But the refinancing part, um, you know, like if you've got a fixed rate like a fixed rate at the moment. You're really cheap. Banks are kind of really prostituting that at the moment. There's some dangers in some of the stuff that they're doing. People just need to be wary and talk to their mortgage broker, talk to us. So fixed rates, if you've got a cash flow, let's just say, for example, with the property price increase, if you bought the house at say 500, and let's just say the house has gone up to 550, 530, you took out a mortgage for 450. So there's a bit of equity there. And you've, you've paid that down over the next three or four years. You took out a variable home loan because typically if you, if you have to borrow the most amount of money, the interest rate is slightly higher than someone with more deposit. You would find that you'd probably go on a variable home loans because typically the, the Australians, people taking out a home loan like variable. So, you know, at the moment banks are like, well, there's 1.99 or 2.14 four-year fixed rates. Now, that there you need to be really mindful. You're locked in for four years. of the banks to 95% of the banks, if I've refinanced someone, go back, house price has gone up, the loan's gone down over a period of time, you've taken out a car loan, you've taken out a credit card, you've taken out another credit card, and you need to consciously think to yourself, look at your credit card debt three years ago to two years ago, where is it? If you're getting nowhere, something needs to drastically happen. And typically as humans, we're creatures of habit, we don't, unless it's brought to the conscious mind or the front of your face to go, hold on, I need to do something. So you'll find with fixed rates, like let's just say I've debt consolidated you, I've created more cash flow, there is an opportunity to pay out your car, your credit card and put it into your home loan. Now that's debt that you're putting into equity that you've worked hard for. So it's a danger. Now you've done that, created more cash flow, but you've gone for a fixed rate. And the whole thing, because you've just locked in that interest rate. Don't get me wrong. Interest rate is very, very, very important, but it's not everything. When I say that, and please, anyone that's listening, it is super important. I can't emphasize how important it is. But if you're talking about a 2.5% rate in comparison to 2.7, really, a 0.2% rate is not the deal breaker it's probably your spending. So let's go back a step. You've got the fixed rate. You've increased the cash flow. Well, you can only pay $10,000 extra on your mortgage over and above of what your normal repayments are. So that's you locked in for four years. You don't have an offset account. So the surplus cash that we've created, what are you going to do with it? Well, it's It's not working for you because it's not offset against your home loan. You can't put extra money. Well, sorry, you can, but you don't have a redraw facility. You can only put $10,000 extra on your home loan. So you've done it for security. You've done it for the rate. Now, what are you doing with the extra money that you had? Yeah, you can pay the home loan off. As I've mentioned, extra $10,000 per year. What are you going to do with the rest? Put it into your super, but you need the cash flow. Or you go into shares, you don't know enough about shares. You don't have the time to go and speak to someone. So it's really, really mindful that people, if they're refinancing, speak with a broker, speak with us at SW Brokerage and really break down the cash flow because it's the fundamental thing that will tell you where you can go and what you can do. It's the vehicle. It it literally is the vehicle to success. It is the vehicle of achieving some financial kind of freedom, choice, Um, But I just, I'm wary. I've been a broker for a long, long time, as I've mentioned. And uh, you speak to other brokers, you look at the banks and they're offering cheap rates. Look, it's like mortgage brokers need to become educators. We need to become financial counsellors. You know, you need to work like mortgage brokers need to be holistic, educated financially. Like listen to the client's situation. Every circumstance is different with every client. So listen to what they want and help them achieve it. And, and mortgage brokers, good mortgage brokers should, should surround themselves with people that are like-minded, um, willing to give advice and really ethically help the client out. So in summary, reach out to the broker, reach out to SW Brokerage. Let's start from the basics and work our way up. Let's set some tangible financial goals that you want to achieve. Be patient at the same time and don't recreate the same mistakes. If you don't have a lot of debt, like there's thirty, what there's thirty-five billion dollars worth of credit card debt out in Australia. There's twenty-three million Australians. Not everyone's working. But the people out there that do have a good grasp on their finances, there is plenty of opportunity that you can refinance potentially take out some money if you wanted through your home loan to renovate to increase the value of your house because we will go through, it's all cycles, to increase your home loan to do renovations, your standard of your house, kitchen, bathroom, that's typically renovations, decks, that's what people like in Queensland. But also at the same time, a lot of people can take out some funds to then redirect into like a share portfolio. And I'm aligned myself with some great stockbrokers and I can tell you something right now, like you don't need to start with you don't need to start with a hundred thousand dollars. You start with at least five hundred dollars. That's for the share episode. But what I'm saying is, there's plenty of opportunity that you have. If you have got equity, to either buy something again, an investment property, or you or you look at some shares, or increase your, you know, depending on your age. But then you need to really speak to your financial planner about increasing your contributions towards your super to then maybe buy something self managed super fund. That's it. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it. You can contact me for us any questions. There's an area within our website that you can ask us any questions that you like. And uh, feel free to subscribe to this podcast. If you can rate it, if you could please, that would be really appreciative. And uh, feel free to send it amongst any of your friends and family. Thanks very much.